It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, what's going on, guys? We're back in the house. Back in the saddle again. Mitchell Phillips here with Spencer Callender. This is Hogo, the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast. Follow us on social media. Um, Follow us on Instagram. That's about it. Um, what up, Ho- everybody? At Hogopod. That's Spencer. You know Hi. the voice. You love it. We give uh, hats off to those deserving and gloves off to those deserving. You do some good, that's a hats off. You do some bad, that's a gloves off. And my first... Hats off to you, sir. So this is a fun one just to get us started. Uh, so up on the screen, you can see Miss Staten Island. Uh, Looks about right. I should have guessed she was Miss Staten Island, and mm-hmm. not just because I can see a picture of her with the stash, a sash that says it. But she looks like Miss Staten yeah, Island. Yeah. If you saw her mugshot, you'd be like, "What is this, Miss Staten Island or something?" And you'd be like, "Yeah, actually, that is, that is exactly what she is." Um, Madison Lansenada. And everyone in New York hates Staten Island because that's where all the trash is taken. So that's like the, I don't know that they're like the hillbillies in New York City. It's where all the cops and firefighters live, and like the garbage men. Yeah, everyone everyone who's from any part of New York, even Jersey people bash on them. They're like, oh, you're from Staten Island? People really rag on Staten Islanders, and they're also very proud to be from there. Well, also, I think the only way to get there is in a ferry. Yep, correct. <laughs> you just can't. You're just like, uh, like I, I live literally like a 12-minute walk, but there's water in the way, so it's an hour and a half, yeah, $14 you dollar ferry you can't every day. can't paddleboard or anything. So uh, this Madison lady... Uh, she was so stoked to be in the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade uh, for New York, representing Staten Island. Of That'd course. be cool. Yeah, that's a really cool parade. I saw it once actually. It was Is bitching. it? Yeah, yeah. I imagine because uh, New York also strikes me as one of those places where you like, oh, Macy's Day, uh, you know, St. Patrick's Day, uh, San Gennaro Fest. You know? Oh, I want to go to a real San- feast of San Gennaro in New York. So yeah, badly. that sounds great. Just... I know Jimmy Kimmel does one here in L.A., but I want to go to the New York one. No, you and I got to go. We can't bring our significant others though because they'll just probably get sexually accosted same with like the puerto rican day parade yeah that that's uh that's facial day for you girls where you go to this you know you go to the spa for the day yeah. i don't want to i don't want to see you get harassed I, even the sopranos is so good yeah the san G- Gennaro parade we'll we'll take in some very uh misdirected like uh testosterone attention and then we'll meet back up with you guys for dinner smelling like cucumber ballot Cucumber and uh and zeppoli, which is just I think Italian funnel cake basically. Oh, but, that's uh, lovely. Zeppoli is there is the thing. Zeppoli. So um, this lady uh got banned from the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade. They said she had to take the parade in from the sidelines. Ooh, so she still got a good spot, but that's a pretty big demotion. Bro, it's fun being on. If a you're float. uninvited, just don't go. She's she's like ah well the reason she got banned because. She came out as bisexual. What? <laughs> I forgot to say that up top. Yeah, I was. I thought. I figured she just got blackout drunk in. No, no, no. Up. So ahead of the parade, she announces that she's bisexual, and all of. First of all, that's why this is a hats off. Hats off to Staten Island for staying true to your roots. Sure. Don't what? try. Don't try to gussy it up like Brooklyn or Manhattan with the highfalutin fancy pants yeah, down Brooklyn on Madison. Hipsters and you. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, hey, I'm a, by the way, I like chicks. And they're like, well, you can watch the parade from Fourth Avenue, lady. <laughs> Which is insane because I feel like 
uh, Mitch, you and I are the only ones left who aren't bisexual. Like, it seems like every single day. I fucked the guy this morning. Oh, shit. I'm just gay. I'm, the only I'm, not, one. I'm not bi, though. Oh, I'm just oh gay. okay. I'm, well, I'm, the, I'm one of the few left because uh, it seems like uh, I see so many Facebook announcements to my friends that are like, I just told my parents that I'm bisexual. Yeah. And it's like, it's a thing now. So. There's a comedian we both know that. Um, just came out as a woman. He did this like big long Facebook post. Oh yeah, went all crazy and this and that. And then I went on his photos. I like went to his profile, and there's pictures from like 2008 of him dressing as a woman. And I'm like, <laughs> like well, I guess they, what's a with lot, the announcement? Then? A lot of people do the semi transition where they do it and it doesn't really stick. You know, kind of like like the New yeah. Year's weight loss thing. Uh-huh. And then three years later, you actually get a personal trainer and lose the weight. And, yeah, um, yeah, because I I've heard a lot of people who try to transition. And it doesn't stick for whatever reason. Then they go back. Then they got to try again. We had this kid, uh, Daniel Franco, I think. Um, he uh, was in like my sister's grade or like below her in between me and my sister. So he's like four or five years older than me probably. But he was like folklore in our town. Uh, we named our band after him, the Daniel Franco Experience. Oh, dang. He, um, so he, in like his junior year of high school, he decided to transition. So he got tits and then he changed his mind. He's like, no, I'm a guy. And then <laughs> no, he's just a dude walking around with tits. So and he then, got tits and then had to get a double and, mastectomy? And no. So he kept the tits. And then like a year later, he's like, no, wait, I am a lady. Good. Got his dick lopped off. And then he changed his mind again. And he's like, it's irreversible. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I don't know what the fuck I did. That's why, yeah, you got to do the trial period. You got to really sit with it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you buy a car and you don't even like it nine months into it. But you think you like it yeah. initially. So, yeah, yeah exactly. definitely don't go. Like, I think... uh Jenner did it right, where mm-hmm. she waited a long time. She may still have a dick. She's still not sure. Yeah, I think she finally lopped it off like within the last year. But she waited a few years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You want to make sure. Which was a bummer for a lot of comics. There's I'm a, lot a of pretty com- woman. You know what sucked about the comic who transitioned is I saw a post where uh, where he offered all his man clothes just for free because he was all dresses now. Yeah. I've seen that guy enough at the comedy clubs, and he dresses so gay that I would never... I, I was bummed because I got excited, like, oh, he might have a suit I could wear, or some cool outfits. Yeah. Then I re- I actually thought of what his clothes look like. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no it's not way. my style. Well, yeah, but I mean, even... I don't know. I, I, I made a bag to take to Goodwill, and then I think, like, three of the shirts my girlfriend just took. It's like, you don't have to just get rid of all your guy clothes. Like, they're comfy as hell. You're fine. Yeah, you might want to wear them as pajamas. Yeah, or like going to the beach. Like my my girlfriend wears one of my guy shirts now. Like she just came home from work, and I'm like, yeah, it looks good on you. I think it's a statement. You know, I'm gonna wear uncomfortable lingerie around the house, or you know, I think it's just. Well, yeah, that's that Caitlyn Jenner thing though, where she's like, I'm not gonna transition into a 65 year old lady. I'm gonna be a beautiful 22 year old, and he's like, that's not how it works. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, she got a lot of hype and press for it. Yeah, more power to that murder. So this girl is just bisexual. Yeah, um, so she just came out as bisexual. She put, I think, on Instagram a picture of like her and her girlfriend, and all, all of Staten Island was like, "Do you even know what we're about?" <laughs> this is because if Staten Island's staying true to themselves, that's why it's a hats off. Because they're like we were saying, they're the city of garbage men, police officers, firefighters. But and, Staten uh, Island Wu-Tang also clan. seems and seems to be the type of place where they'd go if it was a guy who said he's bisexual. Be like, "Oh, that's fucking gross, you homo!" But it, but they'd be like, "Yo, but girls making out." That's pretty tight. I love chicks making out. Like, I would think these guys would have the double standard where girls can be bisexual because lesbians are hot. Yeah. Oh, and the spokesperson, he fucking, he nailed her, too, where she, like, complained. She's like, I guess you got to ask him. And then they got an official comment from him. He's like, it is for not only her safety, but the safety of those attending the parade. (laughs) It's like, oh, he got you, dude. You can't come... 
He's that's his job because realistically, he's probably just like worried about like insurance or like whatever. But really, he's like, I don't want no fucking quiz in my yeah. parade. All right. Well, did she go? Do you know she? Yeah, attended? yeah. She just sat on the sidelines. Oh, she actually showed up. I, that's surprising. Yeah, if, but I would if because this was already a news story when the parade happened. So I would just be like, just chilling, like at a Chi-Chi's pizza, you know, updating my Instagram saying I'm having a better time somewhere else. Yeah. Or like go help out like a charity or something. Be like, I miss Staten Island. I'm actually doing this. But it's like, hey, you can't come to the parade. She's like, I'll wear my crown <laughs> from behind these old people in lawn chairs. Yeah, she should do the Kaepernick thing where, like, instead of going to the combine, he goes to a soup kitchen and gives black old black women food or something like that. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, she's right. not really representing Staten Island. But nah. also, she is representing Staten Island by getting in some weird petty Italian beef <laughs> with the commissioner of a parade. And they didn't take her <laughs> they didn't take her sash away, I guess. She they they didn't take no, yeah, her no, crown yeah. away. Yeah, she's still there. They just like she didn't give us us enough notice. <laughs> People are gonna, yeah, just cross her out on the board or whatever whatever. I yeah. don't know. And right. Really, I mean, she's like an Oklahoma seven. I don't know why. Like well, she, she wouldn't even a... have been in the top sixteen of like Miss Manhattan. Not Manhattan, but for, St- I mean, Staten Island. I've never been. Well, she's probably only missed Staten Island also because a bunch of Ginzos are like, yeah, that's that's my friend Frankie's niece. Yeah, it's all Italians making it happen. Yeah, and they also have, a, I assume, you know what I mean? She's not winning Miss Brooklyn or Queens. I'll they must be pissed. Much. It's kind of like when, uh, like how the mafia helped Kennedy get elected and then he didn't, he didn't help them oh, out afterwards yeah. and they were pissed. I bet these, like, uh, local goons just forced her to get elected, and then they found out she was a bisexual, and they just felt like idiots. They pulled strings, and then she didn't grease their palms. Uh-oh. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Back to you, or to you for the first time this episode. Yeah, I got a, I got a gloves off. A gloves off. There we go. I just got a gloves off for uh, everyone trying to bring Bernie down. Yep. Everyone hating on Bernie. The liberal news networks are hating them on them. They won't give them any love. All the candidates who've dropped out are now just endorsing Biden. And we deserve something radical. Yeah. Biden versus Trump will be really boring. No, no. It would be ins- like the lead up to it would like the election would be insanely like uh, entertaining. But the, I don't think he stands a chance. He's just going to pick them apart like he does everybody else. But Biden versus I mean, Trump versus uh, versus Sanders would be fun. Yeah, that would, he's got a good mouthpiece a on him. Yeah. That's two radical people on opposite sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. We need some radical shit now. Not some. I know that Bernie and Trump are also old white men, but Biden just looks like the old white man. He looks like what every vice president is supposed to look like by law. Bernie's bald and goofy looking. Trump he's the is the one you talk about. Trump is also bald, but has a crazy wig. So it would be it would just be so much fun. I guarantee if it was Bernie and and Trump, it would be the most watched debate in the history of the United States when they have their debates. I heard I forget who said it, but somebody was like, it's like, uh, but Bloomberg is what like people in the Midwest think Bernie is like some old Jewish millionaire where Bernie's like this radical leftist. But yeah, but Bloomberg is actually just like this weird like uh, look at those haircuts, the two of them together, (laughs) just like uh, this weird swaying political wise to whatever you know feeds his ego yeah bloomberg so far has won nothing it's also a trip too because biden has run for president like three times yeah has never won a single state he won't he ran in like the late 80s and now he's but he's never won a single state and tonight i think he's won seven so far 
Yeah, but that's because everyone endorsed him. Buddha, Buddha Gago, he he endorsed oh, Uncle him. Pete. Yeah, Uncle Pete. <laughs> How are we gonna? Exp- but yeah, he bailed out. He but he all Biden's gonna do is just rehash a bunch of Obama's plans, which sure they may benefit people, but it's boring. It's oh, boring yeah. as shit. We deserve a radical badass election. No, yeah, but yeah, Biden's he's one of those career politicians where like Obama and Hillary didn't weren't on board with like gay marriage until 2012. You know, where it's just like, oh, now it's like overwhelmingly. Now popular. I see the where the so, wave is breaking. Yeah, it's and... not like, oh, I was fighting it this whole time. Like Bernie is like for everything. Like I disagree with him ideologically. You're not like, first of all, hey, where's all this money going to come from? But you're like, you're basically like, oh, but I there is a picture of him like f- like getting tackled by cops in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, he he's been going for it for a long time. And then yeah, he's, Liz- he's the most he's consistent. I can at least say that. Elizabeth Warren already packed it in. I saw she didn't. She's not bailing out of the election but she knows she's got no chance tonight so she just made a statement that said all of you need should vote with your hearts and if you vote with your hearts that's a vote for me and then uh bloomberg just is in florida looking all turtly making a speech he's a trip because it doesn't matter if he wins anything because he's not going to run out of money no yeah he doesn't give a shit and by the way he's just He's just buying everything. He's, yeah. just, he's like, oh, I'll just flood YouTube for six weeks. He's pulling a Star Wars where like, when a new movie comes out, I complain that I can't go anywhere without yeah, seeing yeah. a Star Wars <laughs> reference of some kind. Like, it's on my chips. It's a, it's on TV. Even when it's it, not him, it's somebody complaining about all the Bloomberg ads. And I'm like, that's even like third party of Bloomberg. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And although he like hit up all those uh, like Instagram meme makers uh-huh. to say, like, hey, will you please rep me and make me look cool? Oh, Jesus. He literally, like, uh, there's one guy, uh, Shithead Steve is a really popular yeah. meme maker. Or he doesn't make them, but he shares memes. Aggregator. And he po- he screenshotted the DM that the Bloomberg campaign sent him that said, <laughs> will you please uh, make make Bloomberg look cool to the kids? And he just responded, that's going to be really hard to do. <laughs> and then he, they said, okay, please have it by the next business day. Thank you. Oh Jesus! But yeah, Christ. let Ber- let Bernie and Trump go nuts. Let's have this be a maniac, wild ass election. Yeah, those debates would be very watchable it, because th- he's the only guy that Trump can't walk all over. Bernie yeah. last election, Bernie was begging for debates, and yeah. Trump bailed out of them. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun, people. Because Hillary still has to be like, I brought hot sauce to Wisconsin. It's like that's not. We have no idea what you're talking about. She still has to like maintain this politician facade. Whereas Bernie at least has like groundswell support. If he gets, if he has Tulsi as a VP, he might win. All right, because well, she's like, you know, she's the veteran. I think she's a lesbian. Oh, probably she looks lesbian like a lesbian. Helps. Well, he'd be the first she's Jew to ever get elected, and first Jew that we know of. Sure. And Bernie's not making all those hacky stops where it's like you have to go to this one Mexican food, like you were saying about Hillary. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to go to this one Mexican food restaurant in Arizona. That's where everyone. I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, that's why I like Trump, because instead of doing that, he just ate like a taco salad from his own restaurant. By the way, I love Mexicans. I love Mexico. Cinco de Mayo. They have great food. By the way, the, the Mexican restaurant at Ground Floor Trump Towers is some of the best food yeah. I've ever had. But on Cinco de Mayo, he just ate a taco salad, whereas like all the other politicians, like you go to those restaurants. I've been to one in Arizona. It's like mm-hmm. you see Bush Jr. You see Clinton was there. You see Bush Sr. was there. Yeah. But yeah, what, fucking the media's bad. Wants Biden real bad. He's boring as shit. Well, they, I saw this chart where they were like, looking at like who supports Joe Biden, and it was like um, presidents of companies, uh, people with foreign investments, people like this and that. And then who supports Bernie? It's like teachers, firefighters. You uh, it's like young people, immigrants. Yeah, exactly. I want some entertainment factor. Well, Biden's yeah, and, boring. 
Bernie is fun. Well, also, I think we're coming into this era of authenticity where people are getting very tired of like a guy wearing makeup, reading words somebody else wrote. Like these guys are both off the cuff. They're yeah. like, no, I'm drinking a Diet Coke in public. Whereas like Pete Buttigieg or Hillary Clinton or any one of these like these these plastic mannequins, they they drink Diet Coke, but they'll never get you'll never catch them like with a photo drinking Diet Coke. They're like, I'm having a Lacroix, and then they go chug a Dr Pepper. Whereas yeah. these guys will just have a fucking Dr Pepper. They're empty suits, and these guys like even Bernie, his suits look all baggy, like he just got them at Goodwill. Yeah. Like it nothing. It doesn't this even, second hand doesn't even look fitting on him. But uh, yeah, let those two ride. We got Trump, who was radical last time. Now let's get Bernie. Let's have these guys go head to head. I think it'll be a really good time. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm with you. Even if you hate Bernie, even if you hate his ideas, yeah, it's fun to have those two together. Yeah, uh, of course. And then uh, I mean, also they have a same similar like um, following, where it's independent of politics. Yeah, it's like Sebastian Maniscalco. Rabbit. His fans. fans aren't comedy fans. They're just him fans. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I was I was reading this thing about how. Trump is very, I mean, I'm not surprised that his fans go for this, but he's very smart in the way he collects data. Like, let's say you and I go to a Trump rally. He obviously sells a lot of merch. He's like the fucking Rolling Stones. Hell yeah. And But let's say you and I go and buy a, a Trump t-shirt. The people who work there, when you run their car, they ask you, they get your full name, they ask you your address, they ask you what you do for a living, and they ask you all these very personal questions so they can just gather all your data so that yeah. because trump never stopped going to rallies well, don't you have to because it's technically a, like a political donation i don't think so not if you're buying something because you're buying merch that's going back into like his next campaign or his if i went to pay with cash and i said i don't want to give you that information they would still sell me the hat yeah probably they but it's just yeah trump's smart in that way where he never stopped doing rallies he's like oh yeah. these rallies are sick people are showing up like two days before like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a fucking rolling stones concert dude like a I remember during the last election, 2016, when it's like it's Hillary Clinton doing like the trick photography, where it's like a picture taken from the back and it looks like thousands of people, and a guy off in the side, it's like 38 people. Yeah. And then Trump is just filling like a uh, fucking Staples Center. And, yeah. Staples Center. Or whatever Center the equivalent in, is in Atlanta. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, he's in New Hampshire and it's negative 38 degrees, and people in their 70s are literally <laughs> camping out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look at that That's shit. some balls-to-the-wall shit. Well, what they do, though, is what Bernie, you know, obviously the Bernie bros, yada, yada. But then, like, the better example is Trump, I guess, where, like, even his kids or, like, the barstool guys will be, like, at a press conference. And they're like, what are Saturdays for? And they're like, Saturdays are for the boys. And they're just speaking to, like, people because there's, like, no, these kids on Instagram are the ones who are fucking voting. These are the ones getting all hyped up. This is who you, like, endear yourself to. Yeah. At least, you know, boots on the ground, connect to the people. Yeah, grassroots, baby. Not not Hillary Clinton going into a black neighborhood and saying, I carry hot sauce on me. <laughs> I love that red rooster. <laughs> yeah, Who wants to go to Waffle House? That's the thing. We want authenticity. Bernie and Trump are both authentic. <laughs> Let them ride it out. Yeah, well, that's the same thing. Like, I go to a comedy show that has only eight people in the crowd. I can make it look packed, or I can make it look as it really yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. I take, a gra I take a ground shot up in the air. Well, Trump, compact everyone together. Trump's rally was at where the Hornets play, and then this is where you see like roller derby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is the defunct arena where like a semi-professional hockey team used to play before they went bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. The Saskatchewan Renegades or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Saskatchewan <laughs> Renegades. <laughs> um, is it back to moi? Oh, it's your turn. All right. So this one is also hats off. Hats off to you, sir. So this is one of my favorite stories. You know I'm a fan of um, not necessarily eugenics, but um, encouraging the dumb to do dumb things, thin the herd a little. 
Sure. Like you're not I, trying to develop the master race, but you're if I'm the president and I say everybody should go walk off a cliff, I shouldn't be held responsible for the people that walked off the cliff. Yeah, you're like Eminem in his lyrics. You shouldn't be responsible for what people do. Yeah, you raise your own kids. I just said it. I don't know if you're gonna do it or not. Yeah. Um But then there's another level of hats off to the uh I guess the gumption or the uh, uh the the level of moxie displayed. Okay. So uh in Iran there's two mosques. So uh Iran obviously close uh, I think it's just one country away from uh China where uh, the coronavirus broke out. Oh yeah. It spread into India. I mean you got a billion people per that's two billion people, India and China. Yeah, that's a heavy population. That's spreading like it. wildfire. And it's like the size of like the Midwest. It's fucking wild. So then, uh, people are really freaking out now. It's uh, oh, dude, I for my work, we had to go like get our hands on like medical grade sanitizer and like hand wipes, and oh, shit. we're installing like hand sanitizer dispensers next to like the time clocks and shit. And they're going ham, and I had to go find hand sanitizer, and everywhere was cleared out. I was hitting grocery stores. It got to the point. I checked like grocery stores, drug stores, big five like, to see if they have like the little ones yeah, like, yeah, next yeah. to the like the cash register. The camping kind. Yeah. And like everybody, even online, like our regular like big time like industrial vendors are like, no, we've been cleaned out for two weeks. And it's crazy. Like where I started walking into stores and looking for like the empty space on the shelf. And then you read the tag. You're like, yep, that's where the hand sanitizer was. Yeah. Oh. So people are freaking out. And I ran. Not so much. They don't care. What are they doing? Holy water or something? What's going so on? So they're they're on a, a pilgrimage to the the Golden Land. Currently Ooh. unavailable on Amazon. Hand, hand sanitizer. We're sorry. We're looking it up on the big screen, folks. Yeah, that's for the six pack. It's Gonzo. No, but I eventually had to go to like Granger and Northridge and like get like. Uh, like sanitizer with bleach, but it's safe for hands. It okay, was, just a little bit of bleach, yeah. But it wasn't like jelly, like hand sanitizer. It was like water, like super viscous. It was just off-putting, but it did the job, held us over. Um, but anyway, uh, I ran there. People going on pilgrimage, the um, and they, uh, I guess this went viral on uh, Middle Eastern social media. Is people are taunting the virus? They put it. <laughs> All right, I like that style. So they're going, we're protected by Allah, we are not scared, and they're licking the shrines. They're getting in a line to everybody just lick this fucking Ooh. pieces of glass in battle. <laughs> oh, fuck. So hats off to them for thinning out their own herd. And then hats off to just their, their balls. Iran yeah. temporarily frees 54,000 prisoners to combat spread. What's the logic behind that? I'm not sure, but there's got to be some sound logic. Uh, well, let's see. Tulip Sadiq has some hot takes on it. Inmates were allowed out of prison after testing negative. Oh, so they're trying to like, they're letting everybody go that doesn't have it. So they're like, let's just make this fucking prison a sick house. Which it's Iran, so it'll probably be a gulag soon enough. They're like, well, you're, you got a three week death sentence. Might as well move some big rocks for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know how much time left. Let's get some productivity out. Yeah, of don't you. be selfish about it. Man, they're licking shrines. That is the opposite of what people in America will do. Three shrines at two different locations in two different cities that people pilgrim pilgrimage to uh, annually, and they're like they're on social media going like, "Think I give a fuck about a virus?" <laughs> There's some pictures. Well, they, it's so stupid. Like uh, there have been more deaths in Washington State than anywhere else in the U.S. There have been nine, and. 
Well, we don't know what the fuck they're saying. No, wait, let me translate. Blah, 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 we're gonna lick the shrine. We don't give a fuck. Fuck the virus. I don't need hospital. Check out this blazer. Also, he's dressed up doing it. He's on pilgrimage, dude. How do you go to church on Easter Sunday? The yeah. fucking pearl snap? Well, if I'm on a pilgrimage... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, in Washington, all the dumbasses, they're, all the grocery stores are sold out of toilet paper because they're worried about diarrhea. But coronavirus doesn't give you diarrhea. No. So all these assholes have just gone apeshit buying all the toilet paper. So there are all these regular people who are like, I just need one roll. Yeah. I just need a roll <laughs> of toilet paper, please. Well, that's another thing where it's like, it's it, like society hasn't even broken down yet, but it's just like indicative of what would come should like food supply get cut off to Los Angeles. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like in the air where people are like, ah, oh, there's like a case in Orange County and people go in and they're like, I'll take two gallons. I don't need all of it. Well, just drink tap water. Tap water is OK to drink in <laughs> L.A. It's more than OK to drink yeah. in Washington. No one can get beans, rice, water or toilet paper. And the toilet paper thing is insane. And the CDC even is like. Hey, grab a few extra cans of Campbell's soup. Yeah. But it's not that big of a deal. I just got an extra Brita filter. So you don't have to go into survival mode, you psychopath. Yeah. So sucks for people who really want to shit in Washington. I mean, yeah. These are just like preemptive measures. They're not want to shit, need to shit. Well, they say a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people are like, uh, are probably even carrying it and they don't even have any symptoms. It's usually just getting like the old and people with like compromised immune systems. Yeah, if you have a strong immune system, yeah, it's going to probably fine. They like the week. They're like, "Oh, you'll probably get the sniffles for a couple days." Yeah. But Yeah, they're even saying like, "Do your regular thing. Take NyQuil." Yeah, but look at this take lady. Take Mucinex. I can't even like judge her. I was like, "This lady's stocking up for Armageddon, but my mom had seven kids, and that's just how she shops." Yeah, I was going to say that could just be a regular Costco run. <laughs> that's but, a, uh, that's a Miss Staten Island's mom. She's yeah, like, absolutely. We're going to the parade? Yeah, that's a, people do stock up like it's Armageddon anyway, except it's Less perishable. Yeah, when so. I got my, my new place, my mom literally brought me $80 worth of canned food. Because she's like, it was in the garage. I was like, she's, she's like, ah, you never know when you're going to need, like, peas. And I'm like, you have 45 cans of peas. I do. Yeah, that was a bad mistake, and now you're trying to put it on me. I don't want your peas, Mom. No, no, she's, because she, she's, uh, I, and I helped put it in her head, but, uh, like, she's up in uh, a rural area. Like, if they get cut off, they're just fucked. Like, they're part of those, like, California blackouts. No, yeah. no warning. They got their power shut off for thirty six hours, and they were like, "What the fuck?" And it was just like, literally, my in a town of like thirteen thousand, they shut off power to eleven thousand, and they were just like, well, "Sorry, I'd be so it'll come back on the uh, in the next week." They didn't know when it was going to come back on either. Yeah, so it's like you can't charge your phone, uh, you can't get gas. You better hope you have a generator already, which most people don't, and you better hope you have seventy four cans of French green beans. Yeah, a little dinty more beef stew. It doesn't hurt anybody. Instant potatoes, just hydrate them and heat them up. Um, so yeah, hats off to uh, the zealots of Iran. Proven, hopefully, you know. I I was you know as as a sports fan, you like to see a good head to head. Yeah, absolutely. So Iran, uh, these people going to see these shrines are uh, they're ahead in the first quarter, but there's a little bit of game left for this disease. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, plenty of game left. <laughs> Uh, don't give the ball to don't let a uh, Corona give the ball to Brady. No, <laughs> it's just gonna get uh, ridiculous. Uh, I got a I got a gloves off. Gloves off. I've done this gloves off before, but this one's different. This one I've actually written stuff down. I got to attack uh-huh. Star Wars again. Oh, here we go. It's getting infuriating. Oh, we don't have a Star Wars drop. Yeah, good. We don't want a Star Wars drop. What are you gonna do in this place? Uh, 
Is comedy dead? All right, that'll work. Perfect. That's what I was hoping you'd do. So uh, I've complained many times on the show, especially when a movie's about to come out, how I can't go anywhere without Star Wars. I talked about earlier on the podcast, just infiltrating my brain. We're kind of cleared out. We're far away from any movie being released or about to be released. Nothing's coming up. There we go. Well, I came up with a theory that I can't go through one single day in my life without Star Wars being brought to my attention in some way. So every day I've written down how Star Wars came into my life. Oh, a little journal. Yeah. All right. Today, driving behind a minivan, they had this Yoda sticker, and the and the windshield wiper was looked like a lightsaber, so it cleaned the window. That was today. Yesterday, I'm at the dollar store. They had Star Wars Pez dispensers. Star Wars infiltrating my brain. The day before that... I was just walking to a gas 7-Eleven, and there were two people walking down the street with lightsabers in their hands, two grown adults with lightsabers swinging them around, talking about Obi-Wan Kenobu. And uh, then, uh, were, they, were they physically fit? No. No. Uh, were they wearing pants? It was shorts? a girl and a guy. Kenobi. I believe sh- the guy had shorts. Kenobu. Yeah. Well, you don't think I did that on purpose? No, a guy definitely had uh, a ha- some type of hat on, a t-shirt, cargo shorts. Yeah, he had cargos. And the girl had, like, yoga pants on or something. She was gross. But they were just swinging the swords around. They did have the dignity to turn the lights off when I walked by them. But anyway, so that was that day. No, they should have felt that shame before they left their house with them. But they don't. There's no shame in Hollywood. There's no judgment. The day before that, I'm at Goodwill. Star Wars shirt. Probably was Obi-Wan Kenobu again back on that shirt. (laughs) The day before that, I'm listening to a podcast. Someone referenced Star Wars. The day before that. I saw someone at the Star Wars land on my social media account. Day, day before that, I thought I was free. I'm going to watch a little Office. I'm watching The Office. Steve Carell does an impression of Yoda. Those are my days I've documented so far. Every day, Star Wars has come into my life. My theory is correct. All right. Uh, listeners, comment or uh, call in. The lines are hot. Uh <laughs> How's it going to attack my senses tomorrow? What's going to happen tomorrow? Let us know the most obnoxious way Star Wars intruded on your life. Even when I don't leave the house, it comes into my life. Yeah, um, I'm in. I mean, everybody does, but I drive a truck most of the day, so I'm just constantly taking in audio media. And whether it's a commercial for a movie that has already come out or won't come out for another year, yeah, it's like a Disney Plus thing. Where it's like they literally have all of Disney's catalog. We were talking about this. They have like Disney's Tall Tale. They got everything. Starring Kurt Russell. They They have a squirrel documentary from 1964. Blue Planet, uh, Disney Channel original movies. They got Luck of the Irish, Double Teamed. Uh, Oh, nice. You know, they... Classics. Everything. The Great Mouse Detective, Five Goes West, like... And then... But they're like, The Mandalorian, number one hit show. But they still do it like it's like a a fucking KNX 1070 commercial. Yeah. Where it's like, who's still, like, falling for this bullshit? Yeah, whoever... People are already going to watch it. Yeah, people like people. The people that are going to watch oh, yeah, it already already would have wiper. watched it. People who are going to watch it already would have watched it. Yeah, they're already fans. They took they're it in, in the, on Instagram. In the they club. found out about it somewhere else. They weren't listening to K Rock and like, oh, is there a new Star Wars show out? Yeah, I didn't read about it nine months ago on the internet because I obsessively. It wasn't do it. punched into my head by every piece of media I consume. Yeah, there's this one dude. He uh, <laughs> he's on my, he he's a guy I used to work with, and he goes to Disneyland by himself multiple times a week, and he built like this tiny little droid robot, and he carries around. Oh yeah, his yeah, backpack. you told me. And then he like lets it go, and he just walks it around the park, and like just 
starts conversations with people. Yeah, and he does like you know people who have like cat and Instagram accounts and like I love my mommy. She feeds me Friskies snacks. Yeah. <laughs> he does that where he's like my human, my human parent. Uh, it's just it's insane. Yeah. Star Wars. Let's see how it comes into my life tomorrow. I have no idea. I don't. But even when I don't leave the house, it happens. It's terrifying. Um, is it my turn? Yeah, gloves off to you, Star Wars. Get ready. It is now time for Turkmenistan news update. Oh, God damn, what the fuck's up? All right, guys. New drop, new segment or old segment. Long Old segment, listening. new drop, but it's a Turkmenistan update. It's a Turkmenistan update. So something happened to Afghanistan recently. I don't know. I wasn't listening. I wasn't paying attention to the news, but sometime in the last 20 years, somebody went in and really fucked up Afghanistan. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not going to look into it. All right? Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't Some, Google it. Somebody did a real number. Somebody busted Afghanistan in the chops steadily over the last 15 to 18 years. Hard. Yeah, don't look into it. A lot of great movies were made about it, though. Yeah, they were, uh, so apparently they're in a, st- a state of despair. And guess who is coming to the rescue? I'm hoping Turkmenistan. That's our boy, Gurbangli Berda Muhammad Al. What's, he is. What's he got planned? What's he have up his amazing sleeve? He is taking upon himself and his capital city, which is essentially, it's like 90% of the population of the whole country is the capital city. And uh, he's um, planning massive infrastructure projects, schools hospitals he's dumping he's just oh, basically, nice yeah he's just going all out he's like we like this is our neighbor they share a border he's like this is unacceptable we finally have the resources i'm not taking shit anymore i'm comfortable in my leadership here we go we're do gonna, unto others we're gonna start them start being a little lighthouse for our neighbors nice i like this guy i mean i already liked him but i didn't think i could like him more he's a silver-haired fox no catch to this no catch oh wow no, no. He's not going to enslave them afterwards, or no. So he basically tried to put together this like coalition of like China and India, and India was like, "Of course not." <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Like, yeah, it's like you might as well ask Pakistan. They're not friends. Um, but I mean, are you friends with any of your neighbors you live next to for forty thousand years? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I haven't lived next to anyone for more than two years of my life, so I got to sit that one out. <laughs> So there, Afghanistan is extremely poor, landlocked, and uh, almost like exclusively dependent on foreign aid because they have no current infrastructure as a stand. You know, their infrastructure is terrorist cells. Don't it's know like whose fault that is. Whoever the warlords are. Yeah. Not pointing fingers here. So um, there's shortages in housing, clean water, electricity, medical care, and jobs. So um, this, uh, the, the uh, I don't know what how to put this, but the uh, America had to leave in 2014. I don't know why we were there. I heard it's just really beautiful there. We're it's probably like the helping same reason out. we go to Alaska, you know, just to yeah, yeah, I've, fish a little bit. I've heard they got, like, it's everything from, like, deserts to, like, beautiful mountain areas. Yeah, yeah. a lot um, prettier than you think it would be. So there's a bunch of Americans there up until 2014. Maybe they're just, like, helping out. Yeah. Um, you know, like, building schools, probably. Yeah, and then a bunch of, uh, a bunch of fucking... Uh, Ministry groups. Probably just spreading the good word. Yeah. The gospel. Um, everybody got high on their horse. Everybody got a little nosy and told the U.S. to get out of there, right? Which was, sounds rude. I'm not going to look into, you know, yeah, sounds just, rude. Yeah. It's We're like, just trying to help. Yeah. It's like you're just like at Yosemite and like, hey, you guys got to pack up. It's like, well, we're, I, I got this bungalow book till Thursday. Yeah, like, I got I got the pass on my car and everything. I'm like, good to go. Sorry, some chick with purple hair marched into Congress. You guys have to leave Yosemite. <laughs> 
So in 2014, all the Americans left, and the economy fell apart. <sighs> because they're like, wait, all, all the Americans left. Why all of a sudden is nobody importing flat screen TVs and porn to our country? Yeah, how come we don't have all these cool Coke dispensers coming in all the <laughs> yeah. time? Because, uh, I mean, all jokes aside, that's what like a lot of it is, is like uh, winning hearts and minds campaigns. Where it's like, hey, we're just going to go give them a bunch of like honey ham. See how that flips their shit. Yeah, we're not teaching them how to fish. No, no, no. You want to just, um, you know, eventually the goal is to get them hooked on uh, like McDonald's and Levi's. Yeah. Let's, and then you win the culture war that way. You're like Madonna. You like yeah. Madonna? Justin Bieber? Justin. No, they're still into like um, wherever like Michael Jackson was touring before he died. Like, oh, okay. Those artists, you know, where it's just like. Where he's just playing Michael for Jackson's like a bad the example. Prince of Saudi Arabia, stuff like that. No, yeah, yeah. Prince of Saudi Arabia's daughter's 14th birthday. Where? Because Michael Jackson could still sell out. He was like in the playing in like United Arab Emirates and stuff like people that. People who are playing like uh, like Club Nokia, like 300 seats, but then they go to like Romania and they sell out like soccer arenas. Sure. Um, like how the strokes are a lot bigger in, uh, in Germany and yeah. England than they are uh-huh. here in America. Or David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah. Great example. Too. Well. He's the a hero. Don't fuck this up, Mitchell. Uh, shout out to Hoff. So, um, basically, the economy collapsed. The good people of Turkmenistan stepped in, uh, formed a delegation. They're assigning people to it already. And that's another thing about having a glorious leader who doesn't really give a shit about red tape. He'll tell everybody they can't dye their hair tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Don't go through the rules. And, in fact, he, he has. is the system. <laughs> this guy's wild. He has. Well, so, I can't wait to see what's in store for Afghanistan. I'm really excited for him. I'm happy for him. Um, so, basically, Turkmenistan went all fucking in on this. And then India and Pakistan were like, all right. Well, oh, they begrudgingly yeah, got in? Well, because they were waiting on Turkmenistan to jump on this oil pipeline deal. Ooh, sounds And sick. then Turkmenistan's like... Yeah, we'll we'll do the pipeline, but it's got to go through Afghanistan. They're like, "Where are you, motherfucker?" Fine. Oh. So, a ten billion dollar gas pipeline construction began in 2015, but they kind of halted it a little. And they're like, "Well, will you guys gonna help out Afghanistan or not?" My boy, Gert Banks. Thirty year construction period. Uh, begin operations. Let's see. Wait. Oh no, the pipeline has been designed for a 30-year period and it will begin operating in 2020 this year okay so it's coming up yeah that's why it popped up in my news good times afghanistan's gonna be like the beverly hillbillies they're just gonna shoot an oil pipe and all of a sudden they'll be rich oh shit so thousands of job opportunities and more than 400 million in transit duties from uh annually from the project duties meaning like a duty in an airport you know duty free oh all right yeah it's just tax I assume they're like, hey, since the pipe's going through here, you got to give us money, which is a dope move for Gerbanks to do. Yeah, he gets along he's the like, side. He's like, make the pipeline go through there. And they're like, we don't want to. He's like, fucking do it. And they're like, all right, God. More countries giving out some cash. Yeah, and yeah, look at that route. So, what were you going to go? In Tajikistan? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what? You're going to go to Kandahar? Kandahar? Is that where that is? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Kandahar was further north. I got to brush up. <laughs> My bad. I didn't know it was so far south. Um, and but Pakistan was pissed, though, because it's going to, like, wean them off of Pakistan support because they are landlocked. So Pakistan was, like, basically just, like, their... They, it was, like, their older brother who was, like... He's, like, yeah, you can have it if I say you can have it. And, like, I'll take care of you. Not well, but, like, I'm in charge. I'll keep you at 
nice assistance, assistance level. <laughs> yeah, it's assistance. So, 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 so. Uh, so that's about it. Shout out to Gerbangley, and I love the new drop. All right. Well, I got a hats off for a guy who will probably be living in Turkmenistan hats at some off point. To you, sir. Uh, what's going on? Well, Nick Cage. You know how Nick Cage. He was in the news most recently because he he had a four day marriage and then he divorced this chick. He's back in the dating game, and he's got a lady. I guess he has a thing for Asian chicks. I guess because the last few were Asian, very very Asian, and he was spotted with his new girlfriend. <laughs> Give it up to Cage. He was spotted with his new girlfriend holding hands with her in New Orleans, leaving a cemetery. Oh, that is a Nick Cage date. It gets more Nick oh, Cagey, no. dude. Oh, he no. was wearing oh, he no. was wearing leather <laughs> snake pants. Oh, black fuck. like leather snake, subtle black is snake ones. considered leather. But then oh, he's wearing a snake shit. jacket too. Sick glasses. I take it all back. He look. She looks like she's just like a foreign exchange student he stole from someone's house. But they were visiting he a cemetery a nail salon. because he built a nine foot tall pyramid where he's going to be buried they went to go visit the shrine where he's going to be buried which is a sick date move hey babe let's go to my grave site it's in new orleans you said yeah well that that photo was taken in new york city because they went straight from new orleans to new york city that's kind of dope same day oh my gosh so uh and how great he gets to fuck this hot young asian broad and she gets to hang out with nicholas cage who is she i don't Can know we get a background on i don't her? think she's anything Cool thing about uh, so we built a pyramid shaped yeah. tomb, and the whole th- the people who work and give tours are completely flabbergasted, <laughs> have no idea how this came to be. It's nine feet tall, and it's inscribed with Latin, "Omnia on uno," which translates to "everything from one." Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful and technically true. What a crazy date move! I'm gonna take my lady on a date to my grave site. Yeah, but it's just flossing. You know, if the Egyptian can, kings can take their goods with them. <laughs> it's flossing, but I, did, I never thought about that. It's like, yeah, okay, I bought my plot already, but I don't have the tombstone out yet. He has the pyramid built. Well, that's why, like, Vikings would have dope-ass boats, and, like, they became known, like, they used to just be long ships, and then they started ornamenting them with, like, dragons and shit, because you, like, if you are, like, a... You know, the, uh, like the head of a brigade or like a, a party or whatever, or like a war or uh, like raping party, whatever they, the Vikings do. Raping. They called them raping parties. Um, yeah, they put like dragons and like all these leaf and like molding essentially like on them. Because Hot babes you, on them. Because you get buried in your ship with like a third of your wealth. Yeah. That, well. So that's the same thing Nick Cage is doing where he's just like, hey, especially if they're new to dating. He's like, just so you know, this is the kind of life I live. This is what I do. Yeah. He went from he went straight from. His cemetery in New Orleans to the Museum of Natural History in New York. Yeah, it's almost. You know, that's what they did. That's a great. That's I've never been on a date so good <laughs> in my life. I could only dream. Dude, I would fuck him if he did that to me. Actually, I'd just fuck him after I saw uh, Bad Lieutenant Porter Call New Orleans. And one of the best YouTube compilations I've ever seen is Nick Cage on late night shows. I did not realize he he goes for it on those. Late you see night that shows. clip of him in like the eighties. See if you can pull this up. Nicholas Cage karate kicks. I don't think I've seen that. Dude, we got audio on that. But the reason also, he he just drops all this really weird knowledge on Letterman in this compilation. But you can see his hairline change constantly. Where like in 92, he had a lot of hair. 94, he had half a head of hair. Oh, 96, he had way too much hair. I don't know if anybody's hair gets goes from blonde to black in their 50s. Oh, that's a sick move. 
Oh, he did the flip? So he's just on like a British talk show. He comes out with a somersault, like a handspring. Oh, and he's giving out cash. He does karate kicks, and he just starts throwing cash into the audience. He's <laughs> How have I never just seen Just doing this. high kicks? Also doing high kicks in boots and the oh, tightest oh. jeans possible. Those are just 90s jeans. And he, like, half-assed through that money, too. Like, no one no one in the band actually caught No, like, it. the guy holding the cue cards is, like, picking up a 20 right now. I truly love Cage and do think he's a great actor. People think he's a hack. I don't. And I love the fact that he changed his last name because he didn't want to be associated with the Coppolas and get a, you know, catch an easy break. Yeah. He, has, he did it himself. He has integrity. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Cage, man. But that hairline is going in 1992. Oh, yeah, and it's... And now it's jet black, and his hairline is above his eyebrows. He and uh, John Travolta have that same thing, where you can look at all the different hairlines Travolta has had and Cage has had. Well, they oh, he's not wearing a shirt. No, yeah. And he's not even in good shape. He's just got the microphone uh, t- clipped to his nipple. Yeah, he does. He literally has the mic clipped or taped <laughs> to his nipple. He's incredibly hairy and not in great shape. He's the man, dude. He is the shit. Dude, who else do you see do a somersault? And you know why? Because the, the my favorite movies are like <laughs> The Rock and Con Air, stuff like that. But then if anyone bashes them, you can always go, adaptation. And all, you yeah. know, all the hipster movie people are like, that was a great movie. Yeah. I, I love that movie. That was a beautiful movie. Well, he, he interprets like characters. You know what I mean? For like as good as Brad Pitt is, he's just like, he does the same thing. He's just way more subtle. You know what I mean? You make the role yours. You want subtlety. Nick Cage makes everything his. Yeah. Like, even in, like, The Family Man, you've seen that? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Or, uh, what's the other? The Weatherman is also a good one. That's what I'm thinking of, The Weatherman. Family Man is like, uh, yeah, yeah, he teaches his daughter bow and arrow, and he's like, I'm going to start doing bow and arrow, and he just fucks people up. He just does maniac shit. I just saw a movie he made with Elijah Wood where they rob these drug dealers, and he's doing insane shit in that movie. There's a scene where he just uh, eats hot (laughs) sauce and lemons. (laughs) He's a maniac. Yeah, he had a shirt at one okay. point. Oh, it's, he right, came out to, with the shirt. So, sorry for the audio. And he's listening. also wearing a leather jacket, so he had to take the jacket off and the shirt off. It must have been getting hot from all the coke. Unless he, he just ripped it open. That would be cool. It's just laying by the wayside. Maybe. Still, with his arms going through it. But, I mean, to take a girl to your own, not just grave, but pyramid shrine what? that you're going to be buried in it's is New one of the most boss moves I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. And why a pyramid in New Orleans? You know what would be funny? Well, um, like, I, New Orleans, you have to be buried in a mausoleum because the ground's not good enough to bury people in. You yeah. just rise up to the surface. So that's one reason. But I don't know why the he put... The pyramid itself, though. I yeah, could see other just... states... All right, oh, yeah, so he pops he it all off. Yeah, he just popping it all off. Oh, well, I know what I'm doing when I'm done with this interview because it's a six-minute interview. <laughs> he really is the shit. Well, him and cocaine really did. They both pulled their own weight on this. Yeah, coke. but he's like permanently on coke. Like he probably hasn't even done it since '88. He named his son Cal L. Did not know after that either. Superman. I couldn't love him more. With that waitress he married. By the way, another Asian lady. He just like, man, this waitress is great. And then he just he married, married a waitress. Yeah, he just married a waitress. Oh, I didn't know that. Nicholas Cage has an island. I bet that's better than. Little I thought Sa- he was. In ta- little I thought James. he had a lot of ta- tax issues. No, yeah, that's yeah, true. Not, not in, not in uh, Cagetopia. Long Beach, California. He was born in Long Beach? No. Oh, shit. Fucking. Nick Cage was born in Long Beach. Oh, Nick Cage is born in Long Beach. I had no idea. Spencer's crip walking in Nike Cortez's oh, right now. My life has gotten so much better. 
Oh. Oh, he's a brother in He's beach. only worth $25 million? But what's his... Can you do a page search on New Orleans? What's his fascination? Where does this come from? This just come yeah, because I just figured dive. he was born in New Orleans. But Could nah. You, Kevin Smith almost directed him in a Superman movie. With the producer who did Wild Wild West... Why did ...was that originally... Not? Instead of... he. The project fell apart, so he did Wild Wild West. So his whole thing was, could you imagine the producer of Wild Wild West with oh. that budget? They give Kevin Smith enough money to direct Nicolas Cage as Superman? That would have been amazing. Ooh, he has a dark <laughs> oh, connection shit. with New Orleans. There's already articles written about his dark connections. Oh, no. I mean, it seems like a cool place to be buried, but why? Oh, Jesus. We may have to just do a follow up next episode. Yeah, I'm just going to do research. reading the whole article. Yeah, let's just. Can you? Oh, but can you pull a picture of Nicolas Cage as Superman? Oh, because I I need to watch. I've never seen Ghost Rider. That was a superhero movie, right? It's it's one of the bad ones, but it's very entertaining. Oh, he's like no, the no, no. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> he looks like the Superman on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a low cut eunuch. Oh, oh Jesus God. Christ! Could you imagine that, like a hundred million dollar Superman movie with Nikolai Cage? I could, I could. So, uh, Ghost Rider, you don't recommend it? No, no, I recommend it. Okay, but I'm good. just saying, don't expect anything. Yeah, just you go in expecting what it is, knowing he's on a he's on fire riding a motorcycle with a chain. He's a daredevil that gets hurt so bad that he has to sell his soul to the devil, and the Ooh. devil makes him collect souls for him. And then he goes, fuck you, devil. And then he fucking fire chains Satan. Sounds sick to me. He's half bald in those videos. What year is that? It's like 97. 97. It says. Oh, 97. All right. That was one year off. Not a bad guess. God, I just got such a huge raging cage boner just now. Dude, my boner's a cager. Oh, I'm going to be watching the cage all night. My lady's going to be pissed. Like, I thought we were going to hang out. (laughs) Sorry, babe. I'm watching YouTube videos of Cage. It was also nineties. Nineties Superman, where he I had like, a mullet. He has a mullet, and it's spray painted on shittily by some crappy tagger. <laughs> yeah, it's like that that fucked up period in like late nineties, early two thousands. Everybody thought everything was going to be like silver or like metallic purples and everything. Everything was going to be shinier. Can you look up nineties Superman mullet? The Superman S on there looks like the Heath Ledger's Joker's makeup. I wonder if Heath Ledger stole it from him. <laughs> yeah, look at this. <laughs> Dude, he would have nailed that. Oh, it would have been so good. Oh, Lois. Uh, and who knows who would have played uh, the bad guy. Oh, uh, Lex is trying to take over. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, let's ride. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, Lex. Because Gone of 60 Seconds is one of the greatest, in my opinion. Gone of 60 Seconds is up there. I think that that's the that's peak era. That's where he earned doing all his crazy shit. Was yeah, Conair was like four movies. Conair is my all time favorite. The Rock is Rock. Conair is, is up there, but it's just like so much suspension of disbelief. Like it's almost like even if you like watched it for the first time nowadays, you'd have to like just there's so much cognitive dissonance of like when well, everybody's in it. Like well respected actors. That's such an ensemble. Eight millimeter was pretty good too. Eight millimeter was good. I um, like that one. Snake Eyes. The Rock is just that's peak though. It's the only guy to ever f- escape oh, Alcatraz yeah. is Sean Connery, and he needs Nicolas Cage's help. Yeah, and also let's not forget Face Off. Oh yeah, which is oh you took my face. Talk about suspending disbelief. But <laughs> those when I when I was I wasn't sure about uh, Face Off until I saw that the, in prison they had those weird magnetic boots. 
And then once I saw the magnetic boots, I was in. Yeah. Also, Frank Sabatka's in it. Oh, also, fun fact, uh, the boots, magnetic boots and face-off, are the same boots from the, uh, uh, was it, Super Mario Brothers movie. Nice. They repurposed them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. They literally just like added like tubes on the side. It was like, this, the, they're sitting in my boss's office. They fooled me? Yeah. They fooled me. And then, obviously, he's got like matchstick men. Lord of War, but then even like what Raising Arizona? Yeah, cl- that's what you can always reference leaving Raising Las Arizona, Vegas. leaving Las Vegas, and adaptation. So Those are critically it. acclaimed. <laughs> suck it, exactly. Because I get into so many conversations with girls. Oh, in the back, I fucking hate Nick Cage. He sucks, and I'll just drop adaptation. Like that was really good. I like that. They have to one. push their glasses up. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, I actually liked that one. I actually have an adapt, ironic adaptation tattoo on my wrist. But then he'll do like three straight to Hulu movies. That's all he's doing. They now. broke into my house. Those islands are expensive. I have to save Nicole Kidman. <laughs> all right, hats off you, Cage. You got better as the segment went on. Honestly, I wouldn't mind if Nicolas Cage encroached on my day like Star Wars for you. That'd be great. Just once a day, you hear something about Nick Cage. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping John Wick will do. Except Keanu's great and all, but he's not ridiculous. Okay, um, this is me. Can I get this pulled up? The uh, last link. This. <laughs> oh, man. What do we got? Gloves off to you, Zimbabwe. So, this man um, is being... Uh, this man is being attacked. What do you do? For what you- usurping the... Uh, what do you call it? What's the, what's the word for it? I think it's a P when you... Uh, What's it called? When you uh, you're, you're not explaining. I know, I know. You just said usurp. I, you could usurp the throne. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So there's a a, a Zimbabwe's uh, Mister Ugly pageant once a year, and this the same guy has won it every year since 2014. He's like that hot dog eating guy, Takashi or uh, Kobayashi. 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 Yeah. And he just he was the first one when everybody was just eating hot dogs. He starts dipping them in water, and they're like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah, we can do that too. Yeah, it only worked for so long because everyone stole his. Yeah, idea. he was the four minute mile or whatever. Once he broke it, and then fucking the doors were open. Yeah, and he's just beating like Icelandic guys. So this guy usurped the champ. I don't know what his name is. That's his picture at the top. Uh, Pretty ugly, Misson Sere. That hold on was. That's the new champ. That's the new champ. And people almost threw riots. People got hurt. Nobody, like, critically injured, but, like, chairs were thrown. People were punched over him winning because they say he's only ugly when he opens his mouth. (laughs) He's like... Okay. So everybody's, like, worried that this might set a bad precedent. Like, if you're only, like, you know, if you're just mildly ugly and you just pull your own teeth out to win this pageant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. When this other guy's like, I am... I am legitimately fucking ugly. With my mouth closed, yeah. I am ugly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wish they had a picture of him with his mouth closed. So he looks... I mean, it is hard with that crazy I wouldn't say mouth. handsome. No, not handsome. <laughs> he's not... Uh, yeah, he's not my type, I would say. Yeah, because that does happen. I mean, people <laughs> yeah, have funky dude. teeth. Dude. <laughs> well, he has the comic factor, too, because he's smiling. This guy's not that ugly. Yeah, he's not. He looks like my bus driver. He has a lot of weird dents in his face, but he's not that ugly. Yeah, really, not not that much. He looks like he could be like a cool um like enforcer in an action movie. Well, he's upset the uh, incumbent. That's incumbent. it. Incumbent. Okay, I get it. Right, not a P. Not not a P. The incumbent, just so I could be right. Pacumba. He's upset because there was like 35 people at the first pageant and then this year there was like thousands. 
So it's becoming more of a thing. And then he got usurped. So he's like, wait, what the fuck? I've been, he's like, um, like Ken Shamrock in the UFC where he's like, I help get this fucking thing off the ground. I need a paycheck. Or like when you're on an all white basketball team and you're the best and then they like scout some, you know, 610 black guy from the inner city. Uh And they're like, yeah, you're going to. You're going to go to this high school now. You're going to play ball for us. Isn't that hilarious with, like, Dikembe Mutombo? They're like, yeah, you can either train your entire life or just be nine feet tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, we can just... If you're that tall, we can just teach you, like, a handful of skills. Oh, you're a rugby player? No problem. It's like he couldn't dribble, so they were just like, so just just make sure you pass it to him. He's within reach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he just... He's like, I didn't start playing until I was 17. Gotten in the NBA at 21. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I'm glad thousands. I mean, what's the prize? How is it judged? Oh, Those yeah, what are is my the prize. Two. Can we get info on that? Five hundred. Five hundred dollars American. No, I think three thirty American. Oh, three thirty USD. He plans to start a TV career now. Three thirty. That'll get you a laptop, dude. So ugly people Become should a have YouTube this. star. I'm telling you. Hey, what is it, Mister Sear? Sir, a? don't don't go the route of traditional television. I mean, people in Hollywood aren't even doing that anymore. You start a following online. Yeah, absolutely. An independent following. Well, I mean, if people are doing that in Hollywood, I can't imagine the bustling film industry of Zimbabwe. Get in on the ground floor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when people are like, I wish I started making YouTube videos 10 years ago, or yeah. why didn't I start my podcast then? Yeah, get on it. Or what they should do is bury the hatchet, team up, and they could be like ugly and funk face. Or... Oh, I like this guy, too. He's body paws. <laughs> The organizer of the event said that models make money from their looks, so ugly people should have the same opportunity. Absolutely. If a, if a fat shit can be in a soap commercial, then this guy with no teeth in his fucking dome should should be able to get a TV show based off of just being ugly, I guess is his plan. And people people give too much credit for looks. If someone handed me tickets to the Miss Universe pageant or the ugliest human pageant, I'd go ugly Every single time. I've seen plenty of hot chicks in my life. I've seen plenty of ugly people. Wait, go down. Wait, this but is imagine great. being at this contest. Go up a little for that text. Dude, he said he already goes around schools performing, and as he put it, showcasing my ugliness. That's a school thing? Like I the guy never who... had an assembly that cool. No, I had like an assembly where a guy did like really cool yo-yo tricks one time. Um... Uh, Bob Burnquist came to our school. They set up like a half pipe. That's fucking sick. Yeah, that was sick. sick that was way dude. sick. Yeah. They did dude, like. If Bob Burnquist came to my school, I would literally, my head might have just like fallen off. We did. Off we my lost shoulders. our shit. And then it was Jean. And then they let him sell skateboards afterwards. So, like, um, I didn't buy one because, you know, that's expensive. Yeah. You know, I, also, I don't just have like a hundred bucks of cash on me in seventh grade. And nobody rides zero anyway. Nah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it at the time, but they it was cool sick. shirts, but it was Bob Burnquist and one other guy, and they just Bucky did... Lassick? I don't know if it was Bucky. Could have been Bucky. I'm trying to think of that era. Chad Could've, Muska. It wasn't Muska. It definitely wasn't. They were Muska. doing vert though? It was just yeah, it was they did a half pipe thing. No no street. All right. <laughs> I haven't even said the name Bucky Lassick in fourteen <laughs> years. <laughs> Same with Chad Muska. I used to love being him on uh Tony Hawk because if you did a secret move, a boombox came out and he had a yeah. he had like a ghetto blaster uh-huh. while he was grinding. That was sick. He was like the wannabe black what, guy. Lindsay Adams. Yeah. It was just the, they're like, all right, we got to put a girl in. We One girl. <laughs> yeah. Or and, you, one, I, and one black guy. I like being the homeless guy. There was just a random homeless guy, and he he would pull out a Will Skate for food uh, cardboard box. But yeah, Burnquist rolled into my school. It's pretty sick. Um, all right. 
So that's a good gig. He's going around to different schools in Zimbabwe showcasing his ugliness. He better have a talent, like be able to ride unicycle or juggle a little bit or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's what I'm saying. He can't just be like, hopefully he's not just a delusional asshole. And he's uh, like actually got skills. And he's like, oh, the fact that I won this competition gave me a little heat. Now I can parlay that into something. Yeah. He's not just going like, I'm ugly. I should be on TV. Yeah, exactly. He's been work. He's been building something for a long time. He ousted the king. I wonder how much. He's Kareem got- Campbell's the black guy. I wonder how much. Uh, I'm just thinking now those people who came to our school. Like that guy, would he came to our school, did a bunch of yo-yo tricks. <laughs> then he sold yo-yos, and everyone bought yo-yos because there'd be a $5 yo-yo and then, like, a $30 yo-yo. Yeah. And that dude must have made bank. How do you get into that circuit? I'm pretty good at yo-yoing. Oh, I don't know. I could I could fucking yo-yo around some schools, send a, put a message behind it, and then I'd have, like, my bodyguard sell the yo-yos. Be like, keep these kids away from me. I don't want to be anywhere near <laughs> yeah. these disgusting monsters. We had this guy that was in, like, a parasailing accident, and he has both his arms and legs ripped off. Oh. And he painted with his mouth. So he was like an inspirational guy. Yeah, yeah. He came in and was like, "I can like, and I never would have known I was a great painter if I didn't get my arms and legs ripped off." So like, try everything while you still have all your ability and like all this. And he was like, just sitting in his wheelchair, and it was like, I remember there was an applause break that no one applauded, and he's like, "Um, "They're gonna let me set up in the lobby to sell some of the paintings." (laughs) And I was just like, "What?" Yeah, we had a reptile guy came, and that was super sick. He Dude, was filled elementary out. school was the shit. Elementary, we had a reptile guy, and I swear to God, he had a straight-up alligator with no <laughs> yeah. muzzle on his mouth, yeah. and he just cruised around the school. He said he raised it since it was this big, and he keeps it in his hot tub. And I remember <laughs> the al- it was so rad because we had stairs, and the alligator slid down on his stomach. He like put his little legs up yeah. and just surfed down the stairs. That's so tight, dude. We had a... I remember third grade, they brought a wallaby. That's all. Oh, that's rad. And I was like, what? Yeah, the reptile guy was sick because he did stuff where he'd be like, all right, the rattlesnake is terrified of the California king. I'm going to put the rattlesnake in the same jar that the California king was in, and then it freaked out. Yeah, we had a bunch of cool people come to the school. Okay, so the average wage in Zimbabwe is $253 a month. Ooh. So that 500 that's two weeks' pay. That's great, yeah. Yeah, if I get my rent covered, the in, amount of shit I can one get done contest? in a month. One contest? One contest. I met, it wasn't through school, but it was through a church thing. I met Jeff Galuli, the guy who bashed uh, Nancy Kerrigan's leg in. Oh, yeah. I met him because they did this thing. It was like a junior high youth group thing. And they were like, all right, we're going to set up all these cool inflatable slides, sumo wrestling things. And then we're going to deflate all of them and force you to watch this conference. And <laughs> Jeff Galuli was a speaker because he found God in prison and gave us like a motivational speech. Like, hey, I bashed in a chick's leg. Now I'm making money doing the church circuit it was insane and he was still like a yoked so it wasn't out like fucking community guido. service it was like his own little uh, he's getting angle. paid no yeah he figured out his own thing like it wasn't like hey you get a short sentence if you like go around and maybe preach kids i know they do that with like um gangsters and stuff sometimes or if like you like go to schools and scared straight them yeah i just remember shaking the guy's hand and be like what a what this is fucking america is I'm in the seventh hand grade, and I am shaking the hand <laughs> of the man. Because the Nancy Kerrigan, Tony Harden thing, that was as big as OJ. That yeah. was fucking huge. That was in my psyche even when, you know, I wasn't really all that socially aware. But Yeah. yeah. I, when I was in fifth grade, I met Lorena Bobbitt. Nice. How'd you do that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, did they let her give speeches too? <laughs> and I never would have cut off that <laughs> penis if I knew. Even though he was super abusive. 
All right, that's it for the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. Um, we're we're at what what we're at like an hour and ten. Hour and five. That's a show, ladies and gentlemen. That's a beautiful place to end. I gotta uh, say. Yeah, I got uh, I got two more, but they might just roll over. We had a f- lot of fun. Um, thanks for listening. Once again, uh, comments, corrections, suggestions, hate mail, what have you. Um, we'd love to hear it. At Hogopod, at Mitchell Phillip, at Robot Spencer, Super Producer Jeremy Beam, at Beam Jeremy. I love you. Thank you.